Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Good morning Russell. Russell. Good, morning, Russell. Good, morning, Good morning, everyone. Morning, and we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new day. We thank you for a new opportunity to come to you. We thank you for a new revelation that you will pour into our hearts. We thank you, Lord, for the new direction that you offer us today. We thank you that you reveal more of yourself to you. Reveal more of yourself to us. So that we can be drawn to you. So that we get to know you better. We come closer to you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you are doing a new thing every single day. We thank you, Lord, that this is the day the Lord has made. And your word also says that you load us daily with benefits. So you have blessed each of us with our portion for this day. What we need in order to navigate, in order to negotiate all our challenges that we come across this day. We thank you, Father, that you renew your mercy for us today. You are ever willing to pour out your grace. And you said, my grace is sufficient for all those challenges that you will go through today. We thank you, Father, that every time we commune with you in our secret place, you are ever willing to pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. And you share that with us today as well. That we are renewed, that we are transformed, that we are strengthened. That we are healed. We share the same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, that those that do not want to know you. We share it, Lord, with all those that you are lifting up in our prayer at our altar today and those that have no one to pray for them. As we offer our faith to stand in that gap. As we lift each of these, Lord, in our prayer this day, we call on your name. The name of our Father, our Maker, the Great I Am, the Ancient of Days. The Lord who is our strength, our salvation. Who has covered our head in the day of battle. The God of overflow, the God of miracles. Our refuge and our portion in the land of the living. And we pray in the name of your son Jesus. The one who has blessed us with all utterance. And wisdom and knowledge. The one who opens up our wisdom. Through his word. The one who shall judge the quick and the dead. The one who was, who is, and who is to come. The eternal. And yet ever present with us today, here and now, by his spirit. He is the door. He is our wonderful counselor, our prince of peace. The mighty God, the everlasting father. He is also the author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny, our rock, our refuge, our foundation. We pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the father of all spirits, the seal of the age to come, our comforter, our advocate, our intercessor, our counselor, our teacher, our guide, our friend. He is the one who quickens us. 
and our spirit that we are charged to receive revelation from the Father. It is He who opens up that understanding that every revelation that we receive makes sense. Even if it is an instant quick download. He is the spirit of victory who blows like a mighty wind over each of us. The spirit of the all-powerful El Shaddai. He is the one who heals our backsliding was made his tabernacle within our bodies that we might now become temples of the living God. Carrying his presence, the same presence that created the universe, the same presence that raised Jesus from the dead, the same presence that powered his ministry, now living with us, in us. When we understand that, then we realize the kind of power that we carry within. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer to combine these through faith. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with angels whose destiny help us to fill all our gaps where we fall short. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every physical provision that we need in accordance with your riches in glory through Christ Jesus. You have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. We thank you, Father, that we shall be found lacking nothing when you are our shepherd. We thank you, Lord, that you are able to make every grace abound towards us. And you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, much, much more than we can ever ask or ever imagine. We thank you, Lord, that that, what we know about you then, is what inspires our faith when we speak. And there's a powerful Bible study session coming this Friday on building that kind of a mindset. I recommend we don't miss it. We'll talk about it at the end of this session. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over every member of every family that is part of this prayer ministry, this prayer group, this praying family. We also cover every word we speak and every prayer we make this morning by the precious blood of Jesus. The blood of the new and eternal covenant. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy, pure and perfect will for each of these lives, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11 that says, As the rain and the snow. Come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth today. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. And thank you 
for the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. Yesterday, we reflected on the five most common target areas of your life that Satan attacks. Today, I'd like to show you an example of how Satan uses us against us. And John spoke of the lusts of life when in 1 John 2.16, he said, everything in the world, and then he describes it as the three most common lusts known to men. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. So everything in the world, these come from, come not from the Father, but from the world. Everything in the world comes from the world. He's talking about worldly ways. And Eve was the first to succumb to these when Satan came to tempt her. These very three lusts. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 3, verses 2 to 6, where Eve had a conversation with the serpent and she told the serpent about the forbidden fruit, the one that they were not allowed to eat from, lest they die in that day when they eat it. And in verse 4, you see the serpent now confusing her, saying, you will not certainly die. For God knows when you eat from that fruit, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And then Eve starts to examine the fruit once again because of that statement. That's where a lot of us can actually get confused as well when we are cross questions about something and we think, oh, hang on, let me start thinking with my common sense or logically once again. Now the Bible says in the next verses from verse 6, that's where the three lusts manifest. Eve saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food. And so it was the lust of the flesh that attracted her. Number two, it was pleasing to the eye. And so the lust of the eyes were now storing images of the forbidden fruit, which would remain in her memory. And the evil one can use your own memory against you by bringing or flashing those images once again, pointing to them, suggesting them. Until we take action on them. And then number three says, she saw that it was desirable for gaining wisdom. And so that becomes the pride of life. These now stirred a passion in her to consume it. And the Bible says she took some and ate it. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her. And he ate it as well. Are you seeing how what stirred up in her just by her examining the fruit also convinced Adam and when he ate it, he partnered with her in that sin and had to pay the price. He was cursed by God. You see that in Genesis 3, 
from verse 15 onwards. God talking to all three of them, the serpent, Adam and Eve. In verse 17, he says, Cursed is the ground for your sake. Adam, unfortunately, instead of standing up to God's instruction to him, because he was the one to whom it was given, Eve wasn't there when the instruction was given about which trees to eat from and which ones to refrain from. So he should have been correcting her and saying, hang on, wait a second, do not eat it, even though she was looking at it. But he chose to ignore God's instruction, sided with her, with her logical thinking, put aside God's word, accepted the lusts of the flesh and fell. Abraham did the same thing when he participated in the Ishmael project with Sarah. When Sarah thought, let's help God with a solution. And Ishmael was never part of what his instruction was. But Job... Job was a third. Now I'm taking these three examples to see how two of them succumbed. But third one, now Job, he thought otherwise. He held on to God's instruction. He stood up to it when his wife said, after all this pain and suffering that you have endured, why don't you curse God and die? And he said, why do you speak with foolishness? He rejected her suggestion there. And when you see that's her suggestion, it's not really her. It is the evil one putting, using her words, her voice to bring all sorts of wicked suggestions of self-destruction to Job. Job chose to stick with the instruction that God gave him. Even if all your friends and your family are doing things in a certain way, it does not make it correct in God's eyes. More importantly, you must remember that we must be discerning and alert at all times to check and see if whatever suggestion is coming to us aligns with God, with the word of God or not. And if it doesn't, we need to step our foot down and stand firm. Even if all logic suggests that it might be good, doesn't really mean it is a good deal. Eve went by that logic and it turned out to be against God. Sometimes a lot of those things which make common sense and the devil was trying to put the same common sense into Jesus as well when he said, when he quoted Psalm 91 and said, throw yourself down from the temple. After all, angels will help and, and support you. Are we falling for those kind of common sense arguments? We need to think again. We need to step back, evaluate. Do not be pressured to give in. Many products nowadays uh, use film stars or sports figures in their advertising. That doesn't necessarily make them good just because it's a known celebrity. Watch out for such attacks. 
be careful to analyze, evaluate the product before you jump into it. If they go against the word of God, then as the Bible says in 1 John 2.16, they are not from the Father. They are from the world and are to be rejected. We need to look at what is coming from the Father. That's what we are called to. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for a further strengthening of our discernment, Lord. And a sharpening of our understanding and our memories. So that every time there are such suggestions, such arguments, such common sense, logical ideas that are put into our heads. That are recommended to us in our thoughts, through visual advertisements or through all forms of ways that could stir up those lusts, the three lusts in us. Let our hearts always be drawn back to your word. Knowing, Lord, that your spirit bears witness to your word. We check whether our spirit is disturbed or whether our spirit is at peace. For a disturbed spirit suggests that it is not in alignment, it is not in approval with what we are seeing. Help us check our discernment, Father. Help us rise above all that is wicked. Do not feel pressured to give in. Even if a whole bunch of friends say, go on, try it. There's no harm to hold on to what we have believed in. I ask for that edification in our spirits this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, to stand for what we believe in, to stand for what we know is right, to stand for what the truth tells us and what your spirit bears witness to us about. As we pray for that edification, we also pray, Lord, for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures. We pray, Lord, for all families that are in battle, facing division, separation, especially divorce. For all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, all kinds of addictions, compulsive behaviors, but more importantly, prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance poverty, anything that is designed to keep them cut off from you, Father, cut off from receiving your provision and therefore remain powerless, vulnerable, helpless and be deceived into falling into any of these lusts. We come against each of these by the blood of Jesus. Let every such yoke of the enemy be broken. Let your light shine through. Let them be drawn and quickened and drawn towards you, Father. But unless you quicken them, they cannot come. And let the truth set them free. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends as well, especially those that are not yet saved.
Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can, that, that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Scripture that's been placed on my heart this morning is from 1 John 4, 1 to 4, testing the spirits. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are of God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit which confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit which does not confess Jesus is not of God. This is the spirit of Antichrist, of which you heard that it was coming, and now it is in the world already. Little children, you are of God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a couple of scriptures shared in the chat. The first is from 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. And the second scripture shared is from Proverbs 5 verses 7 to 9, quoted from the New Living Translation where it is written, So now, my sons, listen to me. Never stray from what I am about to say. Stay away from her. Don't go near the door of her house. If you do, you will lose your honor and will lose to merciless people all you have achieved. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, our daily Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teachings, please share links for Zoom and YouTube, as well as a link to join the prayer group as well with your friends and family. Invite them to share their prayer requests so that others can pray with them and they can pray with others too as they grow in their knowledge of the word and they grow in their spiritual journey. Also, a heads up about our Friday Bible study session. This will be a one-off different session this Friday and we will then continue back from next Friday with our ongoing series on a, a time of testing. The topic for this Friday is are you thinking big enough? We will learn to ask God in this series, in this session, we will learn to ask God for things that seem impossible and learn to stop putting limits on a limitless God because he wills the best for his children. 
God wants us to stretch our faith and believe that he can show up in ways we never imagined because his dreams for our lives are even bigger than our dreams. We have shared this on our Telegram group. We'll share it on our Facebook and YouTube pages as well today. So please share the message out. Invite others to come and join us on Friday. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone. Thank you, Rasul. Thank you, Rasul. God bless everyone. Thank you, brother. God bless everyone.